here we are, Bird and Bear, Sports Podcast Episode 8, with Will Cook. Who have you got through his mate? Thanks for having us, mate. Uh, we're very lucky. We've uh, managed to convince international cricketer. Um, played 40-odd games for New South Wales, first class. Uh, made his debut for Australia back in 2014. Sydney Sixers player, Sean Abbott. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having us, boys. Good to be on the show. Mate, thanks for having us at your place. This beautiful... What a spot. Was it leafy seaside suburb? <laughs> no, it's all good. No, it's awesome. Great place. Much better than the northern beaches, I'd say. <laughs> Tell you what, it's a bit of a trek getting here. Even that much. It's worth it. Oh, 100%. It's worth it for the Cavalli Hotel, mate. What a place. <laughs> Is that your local watering hole? Absolutely. It's not far, and there's a little short walk down there. Yeah. And it's a good spot uh, as far as close to the SCG, which obviously you're going down, down there pretty often mm-hmm. for games. Absolutely, most days, yeah. Yeah. Certainly helps when we've got a four-day game and I don't have to drive in from Kellyville anymore. Yeah, true. Sit in the traffic. Happy days. Thanks for doing this bit of charity work, mate. <laughs> yeah. Helping out the little guys. Absolutely. Helping out some battlers out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, mate, uh, we'll just kick off from the start, I guess. Where do you... Obviously, you made a career out of cricket. Where did it all start? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've always... Um, I've had had three older sisters and a, and a younger brother so I've always been pretty competitive playing backyard cricket and footy and all that sort of stuff it came from like a, a footballing family and actually when I decided to play cricket was when I saw Seb's old best mate Trent Stubbs Stubbsy at, at the shops one Saturday morning after Little Athletics and he was in his um, in his whites and I didn't know what attracted me to be wearing all white gear all day but I was like man let's go play cricket instead <laughs> how old do you reckon uh, I think we're about eight or nine, and then me and my brother Ben rocked up to our first uh, first training session, and Nicky Burtis and his old man Nigel were there. And our first game, Mum had bought us white shorts, and everyone was laughing at us for the first. Year. <laughs> actually, we had shorts, not pants, but it's hot yeah, out there. It's actually there. smart. I don't know why we don't wear shorts. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But <laughs> anyway, I think I'm pretty sure that's how it started, and then um, yeah. Yeah, here we are. Plenty of backyard cricket involved along the way as well, yeah. so that, that certainly helped, I reckon. And you're obviously you're still playing with a lot of those blokes you started off with. Yeah, I mean, oh, pretty lucky in that regard. I think we, a lot of the guys that um, that sort of played junior stuff in the Parramatta district are now playing first grade, so we're all within two or three years, and a lot of those guys played up in, in my uh, club side, Portland Hills anyway, so yeah. we've known mm-hmm. each other for quite a long time. and. It's good to have a few characters like Luke Dempsey and that in the side that have what a head. Decided, to, <laughs> decided to take their cricket a bit seriously and actually um, be, be pretty successful at first grade in the last couple yeah. of years. We obviously won the comp last year, which was yeah. massive for the club, but for a group of close mates and a lot of the families and that uh, know each other quite well, so it was yeah. you know, a good few days post-win, I think. Yeah, no doubt. And I imagine it's a bit of a luxury. Obviously, you've been lucky enough or not much luck involved. you sure you worked hard, but... You're lucky enough to make a career out of it, and yeah. you've got that advantage of being able to go back a level and play with essentially your best mates. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I definitely count myself lucky in that I was, you know, contracted pretty much straight after school. So um, a lot of guys had to make their way in through playing grade cricket. I sort of got picked on, um, you know, a player with promise. A little, yeah, mm. player with promise, Hand-picked. and and mm. probably not as many results as some other guys probably would have had. Um, we've had a couple of guys come into the squad this year after a lot of a lot of years of. Um, hard, hard work at grade level like Nick Burtis, but um, I I love nothing more than going going back and playing for Power. Obviously, I'm good mates with a lot of the guys, and I get to go and play with my brother again and 
have the family, which I don't see as often as I'd like now that I live um, east side of the bridge. Um, uh, so it's a lot of fun. I mean, we have a lot of fun playing cricket and, you know, we're the defending champions now, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Everyone wants to beat us. So, um, yeah, I, re- I thoroughly enjoy going back and playing for Parramatta and, and trying to do my best there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, like, do you know roughly when you knew it was a, in your life, when you were younger anyway, you're like, I could actually make a career out of it? Was there a time when someone gave you a call or you got into a squad or do you remember a moment? Like, obviously, well, I've, I've played a little bit of cricket with you when I was younger and you were always a standout with a bunch of other guys. And then you kind of just branched out and started excelling where everyone else sort of stayed in the same, like in the rep squads and stuff, but then no one actually went that extra mile. Do you remember when you're like, oh, this is actually a career for me. You know what, I'm going to probably focus more on cricket than schoolwork and things like yeah. that. Well, I never really concentrated on schoolwork, to be honest. I was a bit of a terror at school. Yeah. I didn't really do much schoolwork. I was under tension most of the time. <laughs> Good um, man. So another reason why I was pretty lucky that I've made sort of I've been able to play cricket up until 26. But yeah. I don't know when I, uh, my stepdad Nathan, ever since we sort of started playing grade cricket and a bit of rep stuff the years before that, sort of um, put the wind up me a bit and you know made sure I was in bed early and was taking taking my cricket quite seriously. And then I don't know if there was ever one moment, but I had uh, I was like training for the Howard Matthews squad for Parrot in, in rugby league and and they I think they had a I don't know if they still do but they had um, the Parramatta and the and the Penrith sides had like a joint team as well yeah and they said look mate we can't because I was I was captain of the Green Shield uh, team that year and I wasn't going to Howard Matt's training um, for the trial games and um, the coach sort of rang me and said look mate we can't really pick you in either team um, given you're not coming to training so I was like well I'm the captain of the Green Shield team I think I should probably I don't know it wasn't that I sort of saw that that was a career career move or that I'd take cricket up seriously from then on it was just sort of that I had to give away yeah. football for a bit yeah. I'm not playing rep footy I didn't really sort of see the point um, and then yeah sort of had a, had a few good years from then on I think playing Green Shield and then under, got picked in under 17s and yeah once you start playing under 17s, emerging blues and all that sort of stuff, you get to being in and around the SCG, sort of catch up with a few of the, not catch up, but you sort of get to meet a few of the mm, cross guys in the squad, guys, yeah. Australian players, go to a few different dinners that where you, like a Basil Sellers scholarship night, I was pretty lucky to um, get a Basil Sellers scholarship, he's done a lot for cricket, and you get to meet guys who have played for their country who also got a Basil Sellers scholarship, so yeah. all of those things along the way, I think helped, because you want obviously want to play with those guys and, and get to the position that they are one day so I don't know if it was ever one thing yeah. but there was certainly a time when I had to give up footy yeah. so what sort of blokes did you cross paths with like you said there was those senior blokes as you were coming yeah. in what sort of blokes were they uh, well I had um, I can't remember who was there on uh, my Basil Sellers scholarship night but I just remember going to training and you'd see guys around you'd see the Blues team training and they'd say hi to you here and there um, when I first came into the squad I, I was pretty close mates with um uh, like guys like Moses, Henriques and, and Mitchell Stark and those guys and when I went up I, had a, I think I had a year at the academy when I was first 18 up in Brisbane and I was rooming with Starkey and, and a couple of the other guys that I played junior cricket with or junior rep stuff with and against like Nathan Brain, Adam Zamp and Nick Maddinson so um, we all got pretty close up there and then they went on like Starkey obviously progressed pretty quick when you, when you bowl 190 mile an hour with yeah. goals scary stuff and then just, you, know, you sort of want to chase your mate and go and play um, uh, cricket with your mate at the highest level which is a bit of a motivator yeah absolutely yeah just going back a bit I remember when you were younger you were a wicket keeper 
When did you change from keeping to bowling? And was bowling a major focus? Or was you more a batter and then you sort of started going, oh, I'm handy with the ball and then... I think you know the answer to this one, don't you? <laughs> no, you honestly, I've yeah. had a little bit of a shit stirrer for a brother. So <laughs> we, played, we played a lot of backyard cricket and he never used to give the bat over when I got him out. So I just ended up bowling all day. <laughs> so, and used to bowling. Then I get bored keeping on Saturday, so I was like, yeah, give me the ball, you know, I want to have a bowl. And then, yeah, I just wanted, I sort of just wanted to bowl fast, I suppose. And yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, it sort of went from there. Obviously, I, I grew up being a bit of an opening batter and like wanting to score runs and stuff. Yeah. Never really wanted to do the hard stuff like bowling, but um, <laughs> I sort of swapped around, I reckon. Yeah. It turns out, more of a, much more of a bowler now than I am a batsman. Not watching at the minute in the shield team, so they start scoring some runs. No, you're very handy with the bat, mate. We always see uh, Mark Wall, he's commentating junior, and the other boys, Jul- Brendan Julian, and everyone's got huge wraps in your batty. Um, Mark Wall loves a backhanded compliment of you, mate. We've seen plenty of highlights as well. Yeah. Remember the, the um, six you hit off Brett Lee in the big bash? That's on the highlight reel, mate. I remember oh, watching that. Unbelievable. I, was, uh, I was too busy watching him. Like, obviously, I was watching him run in, but I was like, this is the guy I've watched play cricket for yeah. however long it was, like watching Channel 9. Growing up and all that old Aussie team, yeah. amazing as they were, and then here I am facing him in a big bash game and just hoist one over the lead side out of the middle of the bat. Hey, slog today. Um, I was going to say, like, how old were you when you debuted for New South Wales? Do you remember when and how you found out? Like, was it? Uh, I imagine it's a special moment. You get told, you know, you're playing. You're... I, can't, I can't really remember much of it. I remember it was my first game was at uh, Hurstville Oval, or one day against WA. Yeah. Didn't bowl or bat for the fixture. Um, and then our next game was up in Brisbane, I think, and the first ball I got a wicket off a track down bouncer. <laughs> full length ball. And Happy days. Going Happy across days. the lefty to the keeper and I accidentally dragged down a bouncer and got a glove through to the keeper. So <laughs> take take that, man. <laughs> yeah, my, I think first over in T20 cricket, I got Tillicrat and Dilshan out of Blacktown. We're playing a Did you? game against uh, Sri Lanka. So that was pretty cool. Obviously, there was like they had a fair, fairly decent following out of, at out mm. of Blacktown, and they can imagine Blacktown yeah. National Sports Park. Out. So it was a decent crowd for a tour game. I was quite nervous. Mm. Well, I think I was about seventeen because I remember not being able to go out for a beer after. <laughs> oh, spewing! <laughs> trying to sneak one in, but did you have a cheeky one after the game? Nah, too many eyes, <laughs> man. Oh. <laughs> Can't say, mate. Um, <laughs> just quickly, um, you obviously had an opportunity. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Back in 2015, where you picked up a contract in the IPL. Yeah. Um, that's obviously in the modern game, you know, a bit of a big deal. Talk us through your experience with that. That w- that was awesome because I was uh, when I f- when the auction was on, I was waiting to go go out to bat um, in the Shield game in Morga, and I was so excited. I got Interesting this, scene. I got picked <laughs> up. I got picked up in a team that you know, I knew who was in the team. My mate Starkey and. An old coach of mine and good mate Trent Woodhill. Um, so they'd already been. So one of them, Trent was obviously assistant coach. Starkey was already there and had been retained. And then they had Abe de Villiers, uh, Chris Gale, um, wow. Virat Coley. And I'm like, oh, we'd go hang out with these blokes for ten weeks. It's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, had to go out and try and bat, but I obviously didn't get any runs that day. <laughs> six and then skied one off the keeper. And then yeah, but that was that was an amazing ten. I think it was ten weeks. Um, Played the first two games, and then Starkey came over late, and I ran drinks for the rest of it. But oh. um, even though I didn't get to do as much, uh, get as much game time as I'd like, it was unbelievable. 
um, getting to hang out with those guys, see the way they go about it. Yeah. Obed de Villiers especially just doesn't waste any time doing stuff that he doesn't really need to do. Like he would come in and do the, the team fielding, um, be really specific with his batting and stuff and, you know, always available. He's really good with his time actually. Like if anyone sort of asks him any stuff about cricket, he always you know, gets around him and gives him his time. And yeah. Obviously Virat's the, the king around there. He took me for a ride in his Lamborghini when we were at his home in Delhi. Did he really? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sean and Cole will go for a ride in my car. We'll get the front and there's people everywhere. And we would no doubt, I can imagine that. Lamborghini, driving around Delhi. Don't yeah. think there'd be too many uh, Indian coppers pulling old Vera. <laughs> no chance. No I'd imagine he'd be telling them what to do. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a prince, isn't he, over there? What's he like as a person? Is he quite approachable? And... No, he's... he's yeah. Oh, it's, it's hard to approach him. I, oh, I found it hard to approach him because, you know, everyone's, everyone's got eyes mm. on Vera and, you know... He's always got heaps of people following him around, like trying to get an autograph or a photo and yeah. and whatnot. So, he's, man, the amount of, I couldn't I couldn't imagine the amount of pressure he has on him from the day to day, um, you know, life sort of thing. But um, one, he asked me to come up for uh, um, he he WhatsApped me after training or a game. I can't remember what it was. And he goes, "Mate, I just had some wine come in from uh, South Africa. Come up and have a have a have a red with us." And I was like. <laughs> Who's that? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> so me and Matt went up. Nick Madden. Just a big smile on his face, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got up there. And it was, we, this was bizarre because I did not see this coming. Sat around, and one of them started talking about aliens. I think it was. Um, what his name was Sandeep. He's like the analyst. Yeah, right. Team. He's quite close with Virat. Sandeep. And uh, yeah, they were telling me all these stories and YouTube's about how they, um, yeah, like. Uh, like all these conspiracy theories about aliens and stuff, and I was like, didn't They had me going, I believed every word they said. So, must have been a good Shiraz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, right. So, just from an outsider perspective, like not to get too caught up in the, in the ins and outs of cricket, um, but from an outsider, like that was 2015, you got picked up. I would, you know, your game better than I know yours, but. I think you're probably a better cricketer now. Do you think that's an opportunity that you can hopefully get again shortly? Yeah, I would love to. Like I, I, um, was, I was so lucky with that team just because of the guys I was around. Obviously, the, like, three, three or four of the best batters in, in the world in that format. And then, obviously, Starkey and a few other guys that I got to watch come through. And there was some great... Daniel Vittori was the head coach at the time. Oh, he was okay. an absolute legend. Is he? One of the greats, yeah. Comes uh, across like he's a yeah, he does. great he's coach as well, pretty, pretty relaxed. Um, mm. No, although they haven't had the success that they wanted, it was still an amazing time to go over and I'd love to go back and do the same, you know. Yeah. Um, but I've got, got a bit of cricket to play before then, so if I can uh, yeah. stick my hand up and play well in the big bash and yeah. know, hopefully get a, a, a game for Australia so at some yeah. stage. And Absolutely. We'd love to keep playing cricket instead of having a winter off. Um, yeah. yeah, sitting at home. Not doing much. Well, speaking of which, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think, have you done a stint over in the UK playing? No, I was meant to go a few years ago and play some club cricket at a place called Trim, and um, I ended up playing, uh, I got picked in, um, in the Aussie A one day stuff over in Chennai, so my brother ended up taking my spot. Yeah. Um, went over and visited him for 10 days and went and bowled in the nets and he cracked me over the bloody clubhouse out of the <laughs> net <laughs> the centre wicket. Um, but no, that was good. I'll, I'd love to go out and play at some stage, um, you know, and obviously do some travelling while I'm there. It's pretty central to everything in Europe. Oh, 100%. So, um, yeah, but I'd love to go play, spend some time playing cricket in the UK. Yeah. A lot of fun, I reckon. Absolutely. Now, just speaking of, um, 
overseas players. So I've got I've got an interesting one. Here we go. <laughs> so I play a bit myself, nowhere near your standard, but I'm just gonna uh, gonna read out this email verbatim. So yeah. just to fill you in, so Will's uh, he's a first grade um, captain of Linfield in the Shires Comp. So he's got he's been around cricket all his life. So he's been the captain at a club like that. Like you've got a lot of involvement with sort of how the operation of the whole club goes. So he got this email. Yeah, well, not me personally, but yeah. one of the old heads of the club got this email. I'd, I was buckled over yesterday afternoon after training. Anyway, here we go. Interested in your thoughts here. Um, hi, I'm going to visit my friend in Sydney soon. I would like to know, during that period of time, is there any possibility to play cricket for the club? I'm a right-arm seamer with the ability to move the ball both ways. I can reverse swing the ball even when it's new. I can guarantee the club's success. Best regards, Niaz. Thanks, Niaz. Thanks for your email and interest in Linfield Cricket Club. We'd love to have you play for us, but be advised there are some import rules in Shires in Sydney, so please advise what passport you travel on. Also, please advise how long you'll be in Sydney. Our season is in full swing. We have games every Saturday until March with a couple of weeks off over Christmas. Look forward to hearing from you. Regards, Jeff. Hi, Mr. Jeff. Thank you very much for your response. I have Bangladeshi passport and I wish to visit by arranging visa myself from Australian Embassy here in Bangladesh. I'll be there in Sydney for three months, but may stay for an extended period. I want to share the techniques of reverse swing bowling with new ball and other unorthodox skills such as off-spinners, Dusra and Tisra. Tisra. <laughs> with the teammates. My That's aim is to establish the club as the best club in Australia <laughs> by sharing these secrets of unorthodox bowling skills with the teammates. Thank you very much once again for your response. Regards, Niaz. Um, what are your thoughts on that one? <laughs> oh, I've never heard of anyone anywhere reversing a new ball. <laughs> Can you talk us through that? <laughs> is that, is that? I'm positive it's impossible <laughs> to reverse the brand new ball. I think they just call that an in-swinger. Yeah. Where you just point the same into the batter. <laughs> it's a scam. I'd go as far to say that that is impossible. It's got a hint of Nigerian scam about it. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, you're certainly not reversing a brand new Kookaburra turf ball. Um, and as for the the Tisra, what's I, a Tisra? I think that, that might be Bangladeshi for Jeff and Nate Lyon already bowls that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of that one, but yeah. I'd be interested to see that one. Yeah. Sounds a bit more possible than the reverse swinging Britain. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Otherwise, get him over here. <laughs> yeah. Thing or two. Oh, no. We're having a chuckle on the way he's reading it out to me. I was just like, yeah, that'll do me. This bloke's got all the secrets <laughs> in the world. Apparently. Why are you playing Bangladesh? That's right. <laughs> They're not a bad sort, actually, these days, are they? What do you got yeah. for us, Bird? Well, we've got nothing else written down here, but... The bin chicken. The, <laughs> the bin chicken. Oh, no. Actually, just quickly, whilst um, you're giving him a bit of shit, uh, you recalled a story for me. I hope you can remember. Oh. I think it might have been your 12th birthday party. Why? Apparently yeah. so. What happened he's, he's a prick. I think it was his 11th birthday. 11th birthday, maybe. Um... Basically, the biggest issue I have with this whole story is, uh, what? Seb was riding around in roller skates, I believe, and he busted his arm. Do you remember your? Oh wife? yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Here you go. Come on, push off the fence. What do you got? So we're all rollerblading. No, it was a skate party, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, I lived at I remember Crestwood Gabby. in Balkan Hills, and there was yeah, the uh, the Hills District Footy Club had the like. This, this little skate park at the end of the football ground there. Brumbies. And we went down there and 
I don't think we'll be there for very long. And before I know it, I saw Seb's bloody. He was upside down midair, went on his arm, and the next day he was in a cast. And I had to explain to his old man, well, I was petrified of it at the time. <laughs> Why? Why were you petrified of him? Just because like, you get older, work. you're younger. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I remember, yeah, breaking it, and we went back to your place. I believe you were at Kellyville. You could reverse right? the new year after that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 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 Good. No, I remember um, you boys giving me shit because you were playing footy and I was sitting on the sideline with my arm like this going, I don't know if I can oh, break right. it. I remember. And you're like, get in here, Benny's ripping into me, you have softy and all this sort of crap. And then, yeah, I just remember at school then, you know, we played hand cricket, one of the big oh, cast. Yeah. No one could get me oh, out. I remember that. It was the only time you bowl at me, you could get me cast. out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so Abbott was steaming in for a long run. And then the bin chicken with the with the bloody cars just <laughs> launching them over the over the road at all. I remember that. Yeah, I, I remember. You, I think you absolutely smacked one of them, didn't you? Yeah, with the big straight arm. Yeah. Straight over the over the um, wall. Happy days. The club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure we're possibly addressing the fact that you were on rollerblades at the time. Were you on rollerblades? <laughs> nah, we spoke about this because everyone had a skateboard or like a scooter or something and you rocked up in rollerblades. Oh, I don't. Oh, you're kidding. He's thrown me under the bus. Right. Straight from the roller disco. <laughs> Skate roller disco. Skate disco. Skate disco. Skate disco. Skate disco. Skate disco. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's not fair. Oh, um, well. Anyway, right. enough of me. I was there. And my embarrassments. Um, oh, yeah. So, Big Bash, obviously, this season. You've we're talking about like going through your stats and that obviously you've you've pretty much carved up every year you played massive wicket taker. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this season ahead? Like, um, obviously, I mean, big bash in general. What are your thoughts on big bash? Like when we were growing up, there was no big bash. Yeah. The for, the short form cricket of twenty twenty didn't exist. Yeah. Um, do you think that's changed your game at all when sort of big bash came along, or what do you think of just the comp and moving forward and stuff? I think it's an, it's an unbelievable product. I mean, it's. Um Obviously, there's a, there's a bit going on now with this. I think it's a league in the UAE that's a lot shorter time and a bit more money for those bigger players. It's a little bit more attractive. So. At the same time as it? Yeah, I, I think so. I don't know the details of it, but um, I've been keeping up to date with it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, mate, I love the Big Batch. It's a great time here. I mean, it obviously goes over Christmas and the holidays, so everyone's on holidays and um, the crowds are getting bigger and bigger every year. Like, we, we play... Um, games at this season, it's a packed house, and yeah. there's people absolutely everywhere, and um, and it's so much fun to play. Like we we had we had two years in a row where um, we played the New Year's Eve game at Adelaide Oval, and there were sixty odd thousand people there both times. Yeah, wow. I got car for about sixty off two overs and lost <laughs> us the game the first year. Lost <laughs> Yeah, second year. I got that's twenty twenty cricket, though, isn't it? Well, it is, isn't like, it? So I think, that's, bowl, I think that's why it's, it can be such a good game because hmm. man, you can. Uh, you could, well, we, I think Trav Head got dropped when he was on that many that game, got himself yeah. in and ended up getting 50 off the last couple of overs and, and won in the game and got 100. I remember uh, that, yeah. yeah which, but that's, I think that's the way it goes. I think it's the beauty of the game. I mean, you can, you can win a game from absolutely anywhere, just about. I think yeah. it brings teams that you know, might not look as good on paper compared to teams that look unbelievable on paper. They, they bring them yeah. closer together because you know, one mistake can literally cost you the game if you drop a batter that's in. With a couple of overs to go, and we always talk about getting in a run chase. I mean, if you get the if you get the game to the last over, yeah, you're always a chance, no matter who's batting. Yeah, how many times you see edges go over the keeper for four, yeah. trying to swing one over the league side? Like, you know, yeah. it's it's a pretty cool game. Hundred percent. And um, 
just outside of cricket, yeah, what do you do? How do you feel in your time? Well, this morning I actually got up at 4.30am and went and flew my drone around and almost crashed it down at Bronte there. <laughs> Took some photos with the dog. But... Do, you have, do you have a licence or is this... No, I don't need to, <laughs> yeah. as far as I know. Don't need to? We'll, well, have, to, actually, we'll have to check the legislation, mate. Well, <laughs> I found out a rule the other day that helicopters can come down to 100 metres, but you can fly your drone up to 120. Yeah, right. There you uh, go. So they need to, I think they need to sort that out, but I don't really take it on because there's a lot of people that fly. They get flown around in helicopters here, I think, proposing to their future wives. So <laughs> yeah. they go over every day, so I've got to be careful. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in a pretty cool spot now. Like, Pretty active lifestyle. I go for a run mm. most days, or just go down to the water and have a swim. There's a basketball court across the road. So I play heaps of golf. Probably you love too it? much. Yeah. 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 Where do you play usually? Uh, everywhere. <coughs> One of the boys is a member at Bonnie Dern, so we play a bit there, and then like all the public courses up on on the coast of Sydney, like wherever we can get a game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to teach myself how to play guitar. I'm no good at that yet. Um, and then I go camping when I can. I'm try- currently trying to plan a big trip to Cape York next year. So yeah, right. Yeah, I saw, your, I saw your truck when we walked up. It's a beast. Yeah. We'll take it out much. Obviously in off season more so, I imagine. But tried to roll it. Got the big Four awning, times. a fox swing. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want one of them? Did you? Yeah, I actually had a car, um, big four drive Amarok, and I sold it to my brother. It's a bit embarrassing. So every every day I sit at home. Oh, damn it! Just wish I had it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, enough about me. This is about you. Um, just while we're on the golf, do you follow much of the um, pro stuff? Yeah, a little bit. I see that uh, World Cup of golf on at the moment. Yeah, Cam Smith and Mark Leishman. Yeah, they're going right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see the results yesterday or today, um, but yeah, hopefully they can. Yeah, they've been playing pretty good golf, especially Cam Smith the last. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I haven't kept an eye on Leishman's um, uh, results, but I know Cam Cam Smith's starting to play some pretty good golf and compete with the best players in the world and yeah big time and, and do pretty well across a few various tournaments so hopefully I can do well this weekend That'd it's a pretty be... interesting concept too I didn't know much about it to be honest but it's played in Melbourne this year yeah played at the moment so I think my understanding is a couple of golfers from each two on two isn't it yeah um, so yeah Aussies have got Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman and the Americans have got Kutcher and one of the others out here so it's pretty good Pretty good. I did see Kutcher. I saw that group yesterday for five minutes on the TV. Yeah. But I, was, I fell asleep. <laughs> After training. <laughs> yeah. Golf's a bit like cricket. You can just sit there and fall asleep if you want to. Yeah. Once on the TV. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, another one of your interests that I know of is rugby league. You mentioned before you were a pretty good rugby league player. Who's I your, didn't you, say that. Well, I you mentioned no, you were playing like Harold Matz and stuff like that. Yeah, it's quite a good stand at that age. Um, you're a massive Eels fan. Is yeah. it true in saying you were a ball boy at one point? Yeah, I think. At Paris Stadium? 2006 it was. I think uh, there's a, there was a video going around on the footy show. I was running out behind Sparky when he got tripped over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm running behind him there. <laughs> <laughs> I was ball boy the year that uh, Jason Taylor came in halfway through the year. Okay. Um, his first day on the job actually had a pen with us. Some bloke snapped his ankle and jersey flag. Really? Yeah, it was disgusting. I'll never <laughs> forget that. I've got, had a thing with him ever since. Like, well, you've had your own injuries, haven't you? Ankle injury? Yeah. So got smacked by Cameron Bancroft in a... Did I you? was playing for the NPS in a in an A tour against South Africa A, India A, and uh, Australia. I was playing Aussie A. Four runs off the last ball. 
can bank off. Still in it, boys. Still in it. <laughs> Still trying to hit it for six and smacked it straight back in the ankle. And everyone, uh, I was rolling around, carrying, carrying on, dropping f bombs and all sorts of stuff. No doubt. And all the other teams walked out and they're like, "Mate, you bit of mayo on this? Like you carrying on for no reason?" I was like, "No, f off." And the doc goes like, oh, "Mate, you be honest." I walked off the field, iced it up, walked to the car, walked to Nando's that night. Got up the next morning and I've never felt worse in my life. I felt so sick. When I got an x ray, broken foot, broken ankle. They wouldn't, they wouldn't listen to you, that. Yeah. Just, just thought I was a bit of a sook. Felt like me when I broke my arm, mate. No one listened to me. It's a Did you play footy with any now first graders? Uh, can't remember. I went to school with a couple. Yeah. Uh, I went to end up in year 11 and 12, I went to Hill Sports High. I remember, it was quite funny actually, a lot of the people that you thought were going to just play first grade and that they'll play, make it straight out of school, they're not, you never really heard of them again, but mm. guys like George, I went to school with George Tafua, uh, oh, yeah. uh, Will Skelton, who now plays, yeah, yeah. played a couple of games for the Wallabies, yep. oh, yeah. um, Steve Cummins, who's playing professional rugby down in Melbourne now, I think, I think he even might have gone over to South Africa to play for a couple of years, um, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, couple, not many, but yeah. I think Jason Levy played for Lebanon last or last week. Oh yeah, I remember hearing that name. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. So, what's your thoughts on Yells for this year, twenty nineteen, this season? I haven't seen the roster. But, yeah. Um, Did you fo- you follow it still pretty often? Like yeah, week by yeah, week? yeah. I don't follow it as closely as I used to. I mean, my grandfather worked in the. He's been in the room for them since like nineteen seventy five or something. Yeah, right. So always hear how how the teams. Yeah, what the vibes are like and whatnot. So, what's the mail then, mate? What's not many mail? good stories coming out. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to give you the mail, but I haven't had any. Yeah. Uh, but man, it's like every year we get really excited for the for the season, and then we've got to, like we always put a pretty like field a pretty strong squad and a pretty good team, and then you know for whatever reason we just don't get the results. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame, but um, now I thought we were on to a pretty good thing last year, and then yeah, we just didn't really get the results. Yeah. What can you do? Moses, maybe? Moses, no. Not for me. Pick Normie. Pick Normie there. Heard they're shopping them around, actually. Yeah, well... The, no, Ra- the Raiders could do it if... No, Lane, that's for sure. Are you making things up, Mr... No, no, Mr. this is true. I read it, it. I read it on up, the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I've got some good sources. <laughs> yeah, right. Dean Bulldog Richie. Every year, as long as, we, as long as we come in front of the Raiders and the, and the It's Tigers. pretty likely, though, let's be honest. Too many Tiger supporters in the Parramatta club team. Copperfield, Birders, Dempsey. Oh, Birders and Dempsey. Is Benny a Eels fan? Uh, I don't know what fan he is. He just sort of goes for. <laughs> he just sort of goes for teams that are winning. I think. Does he? I think he just follows players. Ben Wagoner. Oh, absolutely. Same with his basketball channel. Oh, he's well. got some serious. Yeah. Oh, should hear his chat about basketball. <laughs> just makes things he's up. going terrible as well. That's good to hear. He's lost every game. Pretty sure. Just sort of throw that in there. <laughs> um, sure I'll hear all about it tomorrow while sitting in the hammock at Great Cricket. <laughs> in the hammock. First slip, mate. All oh, right. Uh, <coughs> so yesterday the test squad was released. Yeah. What do you reckon? You obviously robbed, mate. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got some work to do with the red ball. Um, but I think it's a uh, pretty good squad. I mean, I think mm. Marcus Harris absolutely deserves. Uh, to be in there, um, I'm not across every everyone's stats for the year or the last 18 months, but I think guys like 
Peter Hanscom and, and guys like that would have gone pretty close. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, I think guys like Marnus in the last test series, I think he would have liked some more runs, but ended up yeah. getting a yeah. lot more wickets. But yeah. um, I think Marks has definitely earned, earned his spot there. He's got a hell of a lot of runs over the last few years in, 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 a, in a couple of forms. So uh, to see him there is good. Yeah. Because obviously got bowling at him. <laughs> obviously got three big quicks and, and Gaza the go. Yeah. So I don't think that was ever going to be a, a dispute there. No. A couple yeah. of fringe spots were up for grabs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some opportunities there with um, the two big guns out for a little while. Mm. And then Bangers obviously uh, is out for a little while, a couple more months yet. But um, I think it'll be a tough series. India haven't gone as well as they'd like to over here in the past, I don't think. so. But they're a pretty red hot side at the minute, led by a pretty fierce captain, mm. um, yeah. pretty determined captain. And uh, your driver. Your driver. <laughs> Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, do you think we'll compete with them? Like you said, that, you know, there's going to be a close series. You reckon, or one team's just going to? Well, I'd like to. I'd like to think that um, you know they got our our bowling's going to be pretty tough to deal with, and they've yeah. got some. Prithvi Shaw's had an unbelievable start to his cricketing career. Oh, that guy's yeah, he's out of control. He's tiny, he but he's he's had a ridiculous. He's got an unbelievable first class record as well, and but he's got to come over and, and deal with. Um, three blokes that all bowl close to 150 yeah, yeah. Um, on fast bouncy pitches and Paney's probably going to be taking them from outside the ring on, at most grounds so yeah. um, it'd be interesting to see how they go I mean they're pretty they're extremely talented batting line up um, so it'll be interesting to see how they cope with our, our, our pace and then obviously Nate Lyon bit of, like he gets wickets with his bounce and out Aussie yeah. pitches bounce quite a lot yeah. a bit different to a bit different to back home in India so mm. Um, but I think if we can bat well, I think it's going to. Well, I think we should. I think we should comfortably win the series. But mm. Like mm. I said, uh, India are in pretty good nick. And you mentioned that young bloke from India, um, Shaw, is it? Yeah. I think I've only seen little bits and pieces, but he seems amazing. If he was to prove himself out here against our attack, it'd probably say a lot. Yeah, people would start mm. thinking he's the next Sachin. Yeah. yeah. But I watched. They were in the. They were in the nets. Uh, so they. The test players weren't involved in the T20 stuff. We were in the nets at the SCG yesterday after we trained, and I was able to watch Shaw for about back for a little while for about half an hour, and he absolutely smacked them. <laughs> they got, I think they, I think we, they, they, I think India fly around a, a professional wanger. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what a wanger is? The, the, yeah, yeah, the dog thrower. Yeah, yeah, dog thrower thing. Yeah, I think he wangs him at about 160. They reckon. Proof <laughs> <laughs> he's just smacking him on the arms. So it'd be interesting to see. I think you'll get it tested out. We've got big time. three unbelievable quicks. We've got an unbelievable bowling line. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. And what about, um, without being too biased, your good mate Moses, he's had a pretty decent start to the year. He's, yeah. he's probably around the mix here, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think there's always, um, you know, I think for the last, you know, I don't know how long, but I think there's always been this um, tendency to lean towards younger players, but I think there's always mm. a place. I think they should just pick the whoever whoever's performing the best at the time, not based on like how old they are, but yeah. um, especially in our current situation. I think oh, definitely, too. you need to experience yeah. it as well. You know? Yeah, so I think you know, he's been around for a long time and probably hasn't had the success that he's probably good enough to achieve at that level. Um, and I think he'd, uh, you know, he would certainly wouldn't look out of place back in that test team, and I think he'd do quite well. I think he's in a pretty good space with his cricket at the minute. He's obviously learned a lot over the last couple of years and um, is starting to really learn learn his game and 
um, you know, knuckle that down. And yeah. I think you'll see a couple more big scores from him. Hope so. In the games. Oh, Jesus. You're kidding, aren't you? Sorry. It's unprofessional. It's the chickens out of the <laughs> oh, This is D-grade stuff. Sorry. <laughs> um, you and you and Moses, obviously you've had your own personal battles around mental health and stuff. It, from what I gather in the media and in the socials, something you guys are both fairly passionate about, trying to raise a bit of awareness from. Um, where are you guys going with that and what's some of the good stuff you're doing? Yeah, I mean, it's... I was obviously... I wasn't, you know, first-hand with what Moses was going on, um, what was happening with Moses last year, but he's, um, you know, he's putting himself out there and at the minute and, and trying to change, like, change lives and be a difference in other people. Yeah, I think brilliant. The way he... He obviously um, went through some pretty low stuff last year with where he was at personally and um, lucky lucky for him he's got an amazing wife in Krista that helped him through that and uh, Moses actually was able to go and you know uh, see people and, and, and um, do things that probably most other males in Australia wouldn't be able to do that you know yeah. I think there's this tendency mm-hmm. for Aussie males just to go um, you know it's not seen as being tough or you know, anything like that to go and have those sort of conversations. But Moe went and did that and, and got himself right and came back and played cricket. Then his first game back, he, you know, uh, hit the winning runs for the Sixers. And yeah. mm. you know, now I think he's in, the, in an amazing place considering where he was. Um, I think he's, you know, obviously I, I see the bloke every day and mm. we spend quite a lot of time with each other. And, um, you know, there's still a way to go. There's always room for improvement. But I think Moe is doing a great thing. I think, you know, you can, you can leave the game after playing for 10 or 15 years with stats and you know average whatever and with the battle of the ball and done whatever for your country or for your state or done this in big bash and won all these comps but you know he's you know to, he's leaving behind something that uh, might change someone's life which is a yeah. pretty big pretty important thing to be able to do and you know I've, I haven't really I haven't really gone through anything myself I mean obviously I think everyone has their struggles or whatnot but hmm. um had a had a mate a few weeks ago, um, an old friend's brother, uh, commit suicide. So I think, and that's happened, you know, to a few friends of friends in the last few years. And to be honest, I think it just happens way too much. And I don't think, um, I don't know whether it's the way people are brought up or just the uh, stigma around having those sorts of conversations. But I just don't. I think people, you know, need to know that they they can have those sort of conversations. And it's not hard to share something on social media when. Yeah. Um, people are obviously keeping a close eye on what you do. So mm, as, long as, like, as long as we can, you know, um, you know, help someone in some way, I think it's a great thing. And I've already had people message me and say, you know, like I find it hard to have these conversations and you now thanks for sharing that. I've, I've mm. been speaking to people about it. So yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, it's, you know, makes those hard days a bit better when you, you know, you can say that you've helped someone out in some absolutely. way. Every job counts, I guess. So it's oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know him personally, but it's, it's it just says a lot about the man himself. I mean, like you say, you can talk all you want about cricket, but it says a lot the man about the man personally. When yeah. he's not only having his own struggle, but going out and trying to make a difference for others. I think that's yeah, um, amazing. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's su- su- such a selfless thing to do. I mean, yeah. you put yourself out there like that when you can. It's all too easy just to shut up and like yeah. shut up yeah. and not like um, you know let everyone know what's going on in your personal life, but. I think it's an amazing thing that he's doing. Yeah, it yeah. takes a lot of courage and hats off, eh? Yeah. People yeah. often describe cricket as a selfish characters, but I don't think you can put him in that category. Not at all. <laughs> so 
Sometimes. I'll certainly. What else have we got, mate? I don't reckon we're done. Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. it's been good. Cavelli oh, Hotel's God. calling, mate. Yeah, I'm getting thirsty. <laughs> the beers you gotta... will always be cold down there, mate. Oh, it's, it's, actually, it's a good joint. Yeah. Oh, um, um, thank you. Yeah, just... I want to thank you for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Good Thanks yarn. for coming to join me at my gaff. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, mate. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Cheers.